seated at this time. I have the honor and the privilege this morning of mixing things up on you and getting creative. And what I mean by that is what I thought would be a really cool opportunity this morning as we talk about worship, of which music is a big part of it, uh, I wanted to basically invite Lindsay to come and sit by me in front of you this morning. And I wanted to give her the opportunity to share with you her heart. And I wanted to give her the opportunity uh, to open up kind of her views on worship for you for just a few minutes before we continue singing and before I preach this morning on how a disciple of Jesus is devoted uh, to worship. I wanted to kind of give her the chance. I'm going to ask her three really good but really basic questions because I want all of you who are here today to have the chance to look deep inside the soul of your worship leader. Lindsay, as many of you know, the rumor is true, she is my cousin, and so uh, I had to pull her in here and play the family card to get somebody as gifted as her in here to be with us, um, and she gladly came. But every week, Lindsay prepares the songs that we sing specifically and intentionally so that you would be edified and equipped in being a Christian in this world today. Every song is specifically chosen. Every song, uh, we try to fit it with the sermon. And Lindsay has a heart of worship herself. And so what I thought would be cool, instead of just having her get up here every week and sing, and she's got a beautiful voice, and so everyone always gives us compliments on how well she sings, I wanted her to talk a little bit about worship, it, what worship is to her, so that when you hear her heart, and then when she continues during the service to lead us in music, that you would know that what she is doing is legitimately because she has a heart to worship the one true God and to bring all of us into that presence with her. And so I think oftentimes we have meetings during staff time and we don't really kind of open that up to our church. And so many of you, she's been leading worship for us for a year and a half and we've never asked her in public, what does worship mean to you? And so Lindsay, thank you for doing this with me. Uh, I had to force her into doing this. And so, uh, but I'm excited to have this opportunity today. But the first thing I want to ask you, Lindsay, and this is a big question, um, from your perspective in general, what is worship? Worship can best be described, obviously, with a scripture. So I went to Romans 12, and I'm going to read this verse to you. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Mm -hmm. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So worship is more than just the songs that we sing here. That's an expression and an act of worship. But true worship, I think, is defined um, by the priority that we place on God in our lives. Mm. And uh, I read this definition. It says, it's to honor with extravagant love and extreme submission. So it's giving all that we are, all of our gifts, all of our talents, it's the meditations of our hearts. Worship flows from within us, outside of us, because of who God is. Mm. So when we get to know the Lord, all we can do is worship him. And that may look like singing songs, that may look like instructing with the Bible, it may look like working in the nursery, but it's everything that we do all for him. That's great. And so every song that we sing is coming out of that idea of, of worshiping God. 
This is my favorite question. I'm going to ask you three questions. This is number two. And this is one I've wondered for a long time. And I think a lot of people who walk into church, who maybe aren't familiar with church, they wonder this. Um, why have worship, this idea we just talked about, and music been so connected throughout the history of the church? And so obviously there's no perfect answer to this. Only God knows fully, right? But uh, this isn't about Lindsay giving you the perfect answer, but I want you to hear her heart. So from your perspective, why have this idea of worship and music been so connected throughout the history of the church? Because it obviously has. I think the simple answer is that it's in the Bible. It's throughout the Psalms. From the time that the Israelites were released from Egypt, Moses began singing. He broke out in song. And I think we even see in the times when Jesus was walking the earth, in the synagogues, there would be a form of music in their worship. So the easy answer is that it's in the Bible. Awesome. It's in the Psalms. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Last question. And I think this is maybe whatever is the most important question for all the people here today, because I think we don't think about this oftentimes, and yet this is our heart's desire. How does worshiping Jesus in this setting, so we're gathered here in this, this beautiful room together singing beautiful songs, uh, that have good melodies and good lyrics. How does what we do in this one hour here as a church impact our daily lives? So how does the music that we sing as a church, united and gathered together, how does this moment change maybe Monday morning or Tuesday morning or Wednesday afternoon for all of our people? How does music in the church change our everyday life from your perspective? Well, from my perspective, um, obviously being really passionate about music. I know, and I did talk with the band about this beforehand, but we all decided that um, worship through music is powerful. In the same way that you learn a math problem to music, maybe some of you did that in school, we can learn theology and God's truths through singing these songs, and they're stuck in our heads, and there Mm. might be a song from today that's gonna come back to you in a time of distress later on in the week. So not only is it refreshing for us to be together and to worship and to be encouraged by that, but also as we go throughout our week, we remember that and we remember those truths that we've been taught through music. That's great. That's great. Uh, Will you join me just in really quick giving a round of applause for Lindsay for leading us in music so well every week? Lindsay, we... We, we love you, and we affirm you, and we greatly honor your position in our church, and we know that you put a lot into this, and so we just want to say that we're very grateful for how well you lead us, not just through your musical gifts, but just through your heart, and I see that every week, and I just want you guys to know that. Also, um, if you are one of our volunteers that helps in the band, or you help in the sound booth, or uh, PowerPoint slides, or sound, or any of volunteers, would you guys stand up? If you're on the music team in any component, would you stand up, please? Would you stand up? Anyone in the crowd, if you're on the music team, there's Preston, Hannah. Would you give them a round of applause? Thank you all very much. And so uh, as we uh, transition back into a time of singing, I-, I just hope that kind of seeing the heart of Lindsay and our team, that as we sing these next few songs and as we lead into our sermon on worship, that you would really see that it's not just a show, It's not just something we do to entertain you, but there's a lot of meaning and value and purpose in our community in singing these songs and that they're powerful and that they're transformational. I love you guys. Would you bow your heads and let's pray before we enter back into a time of singing. Father, I thank you for um, the opportunity to gather here today and worship. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us this beautiful medium of music
that through music we can love you and we can worship you. God, I thank you for how moving music is. God, you could have made um, worshiping you the most boring thing in the world if you wanted to. You could have made it the most trivial thing in the world, and yet you have given us the ability to worship you in a way that is powerful and emotional and moving. You have given us the ability to worship you and to have that go deep into our heart and deep into our soul. God, we give these songs to you as we sing together as a community. God, we see who you are. We see Jesus. We see him risen. We see how he's holy and how he's worthy. We, we acknowledge that and we, we see it. And now we respond in song to you. Not in empty praise or empty songs or empty words, but with songs and words that have so much meaning and so much power. God, I pray that as we sing as a community this morning, as we worship as a, as a people, just like Israel did in the Old Testament, just like the church in Acts did in the New Testament, I pray that as White Oak sings this morning, that you would transform us as we fix our eyes upon you. Transform us in these songs, transform the trajectories of our lives as we set our eyes on Jesus Christ and him glorified. We worship you and we honor you, God. And therefore now we sing to you in this moment. We pray all these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.